This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert takes us verse by verse through the book of First Peter. So he often allows circumstances, afflictions, trials, whatever you want to call it, he allows these things in your life to prove to you that his character hasn't changed. It never changes. He will walk you through the valley of the shadow of death. And you will learn to fear no evil, for God is with you. Sometimes, God allows us to go through trials to prove to us that His character hasn't changed. Pastor Robert will teach us today that the sin of unbelief is not a lack of faith, but it's questioning God's character. Is He really faithful? Is He really good? Only going through the shadow of death can you see for yourself God's faithfulness. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert with today's message. You know, when you find yourself asking the question, why is this happening to me? The answer is because God loves you so much. And if you're not seeing it that way, then there's something you're misunderstanding. The refiner's fire. He's allowing it for the purpose of dealing with some impurity in your heart. Now, we're not necessarily talking about things that we would view as a major sin, right? I mean, we think of, like, we think of the big sins, right? sexual immorality and lying and stealing and all these kind of things, right? Do you understand that the Bible actually tells us that unbelief, may be the most harmful sin in the human experience. Now, I'm not saying you should go around lying and stealing and living in sexual immorality. Quite often, though, I believe those are the result of unbelief. What is unbelief? What are we really talking about? Well, at its core, I think you could say unbelief is questioning the character of God. See, we think of it like doubting that he will do something or, you know, not having enough faith. And, you know, but see, I, I think it's really, it boils down to, is he really going to take care of me? I mean, can I really trust him? Is he really good? And that's what the devil said in the Garden of Eden, you know, with Eve. He's like, did God really say that? You realize he's just trying to hold out on you. He, he knows if you eat that, you'll become wise like him. And he doesn't want you to be wise like he is. You can't trust him. In Hebrews chapter 3, God says it was unbelief which prevented the nation of Israel from receiving the inheritance which God had prepared for them. Now that's significant. Let me say that again. It's unbelief which will prevent you from receiving the inheritance which God has for you. But remember, we're not talking about just 
believing strongly enough that God is going to give you everything you want or whatever it is you're asking for. No, he may love you too much. He may say no. Unbelief is doubting his character. Hebrews 3.12 warns us, Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it's called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. While it is said, Today, if you will hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For who having heard rebelled? Indeed, was it not all who came out of Egypt led by Moses? Now with whom was he angry 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose corpses fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who did not obey? So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Now, I've heard this taught so many times as if it's like faith is a magic potion that you can bottle. You know, if you've got enough of it, then anything, you can make anything happen. No, that's not true. But if you trust that he's there, that he's good, that he's, he's for you, he knows what he's doing, that nothing can stop him from working his will in, in your life. If you trust his character, you trust, you know, in him as a person, as, as your God, well, then nothing and no one can prevent you from receiving the inheritance that he already has prepared for you. But it kept them from entering in. The Israelites, they ended up, you remember the story, I mean, all the grown-ups died, right? There's like two million of them that said, no, 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 no. We're, we're not going to go in and fight those battles. Those people are giants. And I mean, look at us. There's no way that we can, can go in and do that. We're not going to do it. And out of a couple of million, only two guys, Caleb and Joshua, said, no, 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 but, but we serve the living God. What do we have to be afraid of? But they were afraid. Forty years later, as Joshua was preparing to lead the people once again, the descendants of those who had no faith, God kept saying to him, over and over and over, God said to Joshua, be strong and courageous. Joshua, do not fear. I'm with you. Be strong and courageous, Joshua. Because they still battled with the temptation that you and I battle with, the temptation toward unbelief. I deal with it all the time, you know. I mean, I, I know you took care of this last time, but this time it's different. Right? That's what unbelief sounds like in your heart. I know you've been faithful, never gone hungry, but this time it's different. Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. That rebellion, that hardness of heart against the voice of the Lord was produced by their unbelief. It does serious harm in our lives. And so he often allows circumstances, afflictions, trials, whatever you want to call it, he allows these things in your life to prove to you that his character hasn't changed. It never changes. He will walk you through the valley of the shadow of death. And you will learn to fear no evil, for God is with you. You see that? You know, it just hit me one day that, like with Isaiah and with David, you know, when David wrote the 23rd Psalm, that David 
had to walk through the valley of the shadow of death to learn that he did not have to fear any evil because Almighty God was with him. Joshua, Caleb, you know, they they saw the same giants that the other spies saw. And they had to make a choice. Apparently, 40 years later, Joshua was still battling with it. They had to make a choice to act not based on the emotion, not based on the fear, but based on truth. Based on what they knew to be true about the character of God. Because inside they were scared to death. So God kept repeating himself. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Be courageous. Be courageous, Joshua. You need to be courageous, Joshua. Because Joshua didn't feel very courageous. But he acted on truth. And he led the people of Israel into the land. He stood up to the enemy. He fought the battles. And he saw God deliver them. That's the way it works. You have to go into some of the battles and see God come through for you. You have to go into these struggles and see for yourself God's faithfulness. He knows that about you. And so because he loves you so much, he walks you into those hard things. He demonstrates to us that he will never leave us nor will he forsake us. Second point that I want you to see here. Verse 13 says that that we should rejoice when we suffer for our faith. See, sometimes we suffer to produce deeper faith. Sometimes we suffer because we have that faith. Rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings, that when His glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. If you're reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you, for the Spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part, he's blasphemed, but on your part, he's glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or as a busybody. I'm telling you, you've got to circle that one. Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed. Let him glorify God in this matter. For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. You see, the only way we can learn this lesson, get to a point where we can truly rejoice in the middle of it like they did do you understand these people suffered i mean they went through some stuff most of us not really i mean you do realize that searching for a parking space on sunday morning is not suffering for jesus that's not right you realize that right joining us today for this edition of Main Thing Radio. The name of our broadcast is Our Heart's Desire, to keep the main thing the main thing. Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we study and apply His Word. Maybe you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, 12.30, and then again at 7 p.m. Sunday nights. For more information, call us at 305-531-2730 or log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. 
with a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire book of 1 Peter. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com or send us an email at questions at MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the book of 1 Peter and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio.